is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. What is up, nerd enthusiasts, and thank you for joining us for episode 85 of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. Tenta y cinco. <laughs> I'm saying you say 85 in Spanish, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so we're here this week discussing all sorts of shit. Uh, shit. We got, uh, this week's episode is uh, what's happening in the news, 2018 movies, Gotham Talk, which we're super excited about, oh, and much yeah. more. So first things first, we've got a couple of announcements. Um as a final forewarning, we, Lane and Deej, have mm. not watched anything in regards to Infinity War, and have av- we have avoided any and all TV spots, trailers, art, etc., etc. That being said, in the coming days before the movie happens, we will refrain from any talk about what's in the news and everything like that, so please bear with us and uh, as we take this blind journey into the culmination of the MCU and after the movie debuts, stay tuned for a very special roundtable episode of Infinity War where we can discuss everything that we had heard yeah, and so on and so forth. So excited to see this movie without any fucking preface. Yeah, I, I, I can't even wait. I, like, I, it wasn't as hard as I thought. No, it wasn't. Not at all. So that being said, there's a we have a roster here I put in here for uh, the rest of the year of what's coming and what you know of everything like that. So we can uh, go over this if you want to Yep. real quick. Yep. April 27th, we have Avengers Infinity War. Can't wait. Uh, So Deadpool 2 is May 18th. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. I'm less excited for that. I think it's unnecessary. I honestly think this movie is not necessary. (laughs) But got to see it anyway, I guess. But who knows? That might not be an opening weekend extravaganza or whatever. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. July July 6th. 6th. Venom, which... I've gotten less interested about. But apparently Woody Harrelson is going to be carnage. Interesting. I can see that. That's what they say. That's what they're saying now. Woody I... Harrelson officially casted as carnage. But oh. people, have rea- people have redacted that and whatever. But that's the I rumor. Can see I could see it. Yeah. I honestly I, could. I think I could too. Um, so Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Oh, Rainbow. Yeah. November 16th. That I cannot wait. I oh, mean, yeah. kind of. I, I I can't wait for it, but I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that, man. I really They better don't. fucking not do it. They can't. There's. I just don't think it. They, New is not it's anywhere too early. near into the power level of Dumbledore and fucking Grindelwald. It's way too early, I think, though. Like, I, I that's if they're going to do something like that, it's got to be, like, the last. Yeah, but they don't face off. In, in the lore of Harry Potter, Dumbledore and Grindelwald doesn't see. Dumbledore doesn't see Grindelwald. Again, until when they separate as children or as teenagers or whatever. Again, until he faces him later. Maybe he won't see him at all. Maybe he'll just, like, be in the background. You know what I mean? They might not face each other. I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> but I'm, I'm being cautious, too. Yeah. Who knows? All right. And then we got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is the uh, I can't wait for that shit, animated man. movie that looks really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. It looks cool. It looks like like the animation looks like it's straight out of a comic book. Yeah. Which is awesome. I can't yeah, wait. It's going to be really interesting. And then Aquaman, December 21st. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? I did. Yeah, that's weird. All 
right. Uh, and then uh, as a uh, uh, whatever you want to call this down here, X Men Dark Phoenix and New Mutants that were both slated to come out this year have both been pushed to 2019. Um, and then also New Mutants had did enough reshoots, and one of the actors came out and said that it is a full fledged horror movie now. Interesting. Even though it already looked like one, now it actually is. Hmm. So that's going to be fucking weird as shit. horror but, film. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised in the long run if these movies also never make it to air because of the Fox-Disney deal, that which is said to conclude in 2019. What do you mean? Like the, the, the deal where they bought them? Oh, yeah. That's still not concluded? No, it takes like a year and a half to... Like, for the whole deal to go through? I don't know if it took that long to buy anything. Like, I know, right? I need this toilet paper of, like, coming back in a year and a half. Well, the pro- the paperwork will be taken care of. <laughs> yeah, it takes, like, a year and a half. It took 2,000 to shits since then. <laughs> to, for everything to go through. So, by the time Marvel actually attains Fox, you know what I mean? Who knows? I don't know what the release dates are for these movies, but, mm, I don't you know, know. We'll whatever. We'll, we'll see. Next year. I can't wait till next year's lineup. I just, oh, I can't wait for all of this. I know. It's great. All right, we got new friends and podcast shout-outs. We got a big shout-out to Robert and Colton from Bringing the Geekdoms podcast, formerly the Remote Control, for consistently supporting Nerdtocalypse podcast and what we do. Also, congrats on the rebrand and looking forward to your new style of show. Yeah, so I listened to an episode of them, and they talked about us for like a good solid 15 minutes. That and my comic book. They reviewed my comic book and everything. Yeah, it was pretty nice. What they say? They say something nice about it? Yeah, well, they said they, you know, they said it was a great uh, introduction to this world, and they're both looking forward to, uh, hell yeah, you know what's going on in the future Bringing with the it. Geekdoms and is what they just did. Son. That's right, that's right. So I was, I was pretty happy with it, you know. And they, and I, I would love even, to do a crossover with these dudes. They, dude, <laughs> it, they're gonna, they're gonna shit themselves when they hear you say that because we've never, they've called us out. They're like, we need to get them on the show. Yeah. And I, they're like, they're like, you listen indeed. We need you on the show, man. And I just like, I message them. I'm like, I hear you loud and clear, Rob. They listen to our episodes all the time. Well, then you guys that from Lane Stipe, we need to get together and do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> so uh, one of these days, we're gonna we're gonna end up running into them when we go to a Pittsburgh show or a Pittsburgh movie. Nice. They're gonna because I we almost they live in Pennsylvania. They live in Pittsburgh. Really. Yeah, we well, should fucking get together with these fucking guys and go see one of these nerdy movies, and we can talk. We can, dude. I tried getting them. He had already bought his tickets, but I told Rob and Colton both. I said, dude, we are in Pittsburgh right now for Justice League, and they're like, we're at the other theater, the one that was, <laughs> the one that was by fucking uh, IHOP. And I said, well, we're going to IHOP right now. And they're like, well, we're watching Justice League a second time. And I'm like, you fuckers, like, <laughs> we're right fucking here. That's funny. <laughs> but whatever. You well, know. we should. We for, well, for real though, we should get together. Go see, get tickets for the same time and movie. Yeah. Whichever nerdy movie, and then we can talk about that movie. Yeah. We can, we can all go eat together and fucking just bullshit, and then do a crossover episode the next coming up episode. Right. I think they record on Monday nights, too. Fuck yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Robert and Colton, get to it. Get it, get it. <laughs> okay, so, real quick, non-nerdy recommends. Yeah, I was going to let you do this one because I haven't even seen this. Okay, so I literally fell in love with this movie. Why is this happening? I just want to <laughs> scroll up. I don't get it. Here, hit, the, hit that arrow up there. That's, that's the undo doop, button. Doop, doop, doop. One more time. Nope. Doop. What's, allow- what's making me... I have no idea. 
draw stop. No. Why does it say stop? And it doesn't even stop. <laughs> Try closing out of it and then. Or no, like close the whole app. Yeah. No, I didn't. I trust the wrong one. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, while he's doing that, dude, look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. While he's doing that, he uh, just showed me his penis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the, not what he showed me. This movie starring Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron. Directed by Michael Gracie, it is called The Greatest Showman. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God, this movie. Man. Not I, the best showman. Not the gooder showman. The greatest showman. This movie fucking blew my mind. All right, so it's a 2017 American musical drama film directed by Michael Gracie. In his directorial debut, which he did fucking great, written by Jenny Bix and Bill Condon, and starring Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron, Michelle Williams, Rebecca Ferguson, and Zendaya. The film is inspired by the story of P.T. Barnum's creation of the Barnum and Bailey Circus and the lives of its star attractions. So, yeah, I I don't want to spoil a goddamn thing for the just go watch this movie. Like if you it just came out on Blu-ray and DVD. Go splurge. It's totally worth it. I can't wait to see it. It has quickly within the first five minutes of the movie, it ascended to one of my favorite movies, and then by the end of it, it ascended to the top, at least in my top five. Like, it is it is right up there with the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and August Rush, which we spoke very highly about on the show, and this one's got to be right there. It's very rare that I come across a movie that I'm so willing to go and watch immediately after seeing it. I can't wait to check it out. I would have loved to have just hit replay and started it over. <laughs> like, it was so good. I've actually... It has. It's been a long time since I was so willing to go out. I downloaded the soundtrack on Spotify and I've been jamming it all week long. Is that good? I just love the music in it, man. Like it's so it's so appealing I love to the me. Tra- to, the, the, the song in the trailer that he's singing. In the trailer. This is the greatest show. Yeah, dude, it's great. Like, I love that. That's it awesome. was, dude. It was fucking great. Like, <coughs> and he, he, Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron had this like duet thing, where they're bouncing off each other. Right. And it is. Oh, this is good. I can't wait. I, all right, I'm checking this out. <laughs> it's a great movie. If you don't love it, man, I'll, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm sure I'll love it. I, I couldn't imagine anybody watching it not loving it. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> that, it Gavin. would be... I have to consider Gavin. Gavin will be like, hey, it was okay. <laughs> well, Gavin does that. <laughs> Gavin does that all the time. All right. Now we're getting into news from the Hall of Justice. 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 According to The Rock, Black Adam will officially begin production in 2019. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Still so long away, but still so exciting. Well, I mean, Shazam premieres in 2019, so they're probably going to do something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm, here's the hoping that there's some sort of cameo or stinger at the end. Oh, I hope, oh, it definitely should be. He said that the production will begin in 2019 and probably release in 2019. I don't know how the fuck they're going to manage that. He says it feels like a 2019 movie, so they're probably pre-production right now. I would now. still love to see a fucking Black Adam, like a The Rock Black Adam. Whoever the guy's name is for Shazam, I can't remember. And fucking... Zachary uh, Levi. Superman. Dude. Henry Cavill Superman. It's heavily rumored that Henry Cavill's going to be in Black or Shazam. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just for like a cameo, but it's like, who knows what it's actually going to be like. It should mm. be interesting. Okay. Uh, a few weeks ago, it was announced that the upcoming solo Flash movie will not be titled Flashpoint after all. However, 
this doesn't mean that the movie won't be an adaptation of that story. So I guess the guy who's writing Ernie Klein's Armada mm-hmm. is writing Flash, the Flash movie or penned a script for the Flash movie. And he said when he did that, it was no longer called Flashpoint. But he said he what he didn't say was that or he straight up said I didn't say it wasn't an adaptation for Flashpoint. It just isn't called Flashpoint anymore. Which is weird because Warner Brothers said at Comic Con last year that it was Flashpoint, but who knows where they're gonna go with that. But yeah. it is now being written by the Spider Man homecoming writers. Interesting. They better not fuck it up. Yeah, I don't know. All right, director of the Transformers spinoff Bumblebee will write and direct Batgirl after Joss Whedon steps down. Again, I don't care about a Batgirl movie. I'll watch it. Obviously, it'll probably be cool, but I just don't need, think it's necessary. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. So when it came out earlier this week that Jake Gyllenhaal will not be Batman. He said <laughs> nothing of that. You know, he, he, there was an interview with him, and he said, uh, no, I'm, you know, the answer is no. I'm not Batman. <laughs> so that puts that to rumor. Speaking of that, Matt Reeves says his movie, The Batman, is in good standing and is very excited. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, we haven't heard any news about it, so there's that. Uh, ben Affleck was in the news, as, but he, like, called some kid with cancer in a hospital or whatever as ba- as Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? And the kid died, like, three days later or something like that. No fuck but, with Batman. Yeah. That was pretty <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> So Joaquin Phoenix reportedly is not worried at all about I following. Say, like he called some kid with cancer a faggot. I was <laughs> like, "That's fucked up." Like, <laughs> that's not what you went. That, I I don't know why I went to that, but because your brain, man. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, Joaquin Phoenix reportedly is not worried at all about following in Ledger's footsteps as the Joker, <laughs> but neither was Jared Leto. I don't see. So. I like Ledger the Joker, but he wasn't not, the greatest. That's not really the joker to me no that's not i've never seen a joker like that don't get me wrong he was awesome his acting performance was second to none you know don't get, i'm not knocking his not at all don't get me wrong but none of them except who we're talking about today have ever done the proper joker joker in my opinion yeah and everybody everybody feels that way you got the fucking like what what do they what do they say about cesar romero was like the prankster and then you got uh, the mobster in Jack Nicholson, yeah. the ant anarchist in Ledger, yeah, the and then the gangster in Jared Leto, and then the Joker in fucking Gotham. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Monaghan, he's fucking great. Oh my god, dude. I said it from the first time we saw him. I'm like, he is perfect. Yeah, every every single thing he does is is phenomenal. Whether they call him the Joker in the end or not, I don't even care. They can call him Jerome forever. I don't know, but he his portrayal of of the Joker was fucking. Dude, all right, we'll get to that. <laughs> Suicide, squad, Suicide, squad, squad, Suicide Squad 2 reportedly delayed to make way for the Birds of Prey movie. Which redaction from the Batgirl film is probably what that's going to be. Mm. Birds of Prey, including Batgirl. So, whatever that means. <coughs> okay, so the last thing for DC, uh, Steven Spielberg to direct a Blackhawk uh, based d- direct Blackhawk based on DC Comics. Blackhawk. <laughs> so, <laughs> like the recently Steven announced Spielberg New Gods to direct Blackhawk directly <laughs> into his mouth. <laughs> okay. So, like the recently <laughs> announced New Gods movie from Ava DuVernay, 
it seems likely that Blackhawk will have <laughs> little to no little or no ties to the interconnected DC superhero universe and will largely exist in its own space, giving its name um filmmaker its name filmmaker room to move. The Black Hawk squ- Squadron <laughs> Ace pilots, spies, and combatants first appeared in 1941 in the Quality Comics publications. They were created by Chuck Quidera, Bob Powell, and Will Eisner. Originally, they were an international group led by an American called Blackhawk. Later, the Blackhawk Squadron would become more egal. What the fuck word is that? Egalitarian. Egalitarian? Egalitarian, something like that. Egalitarian group where the heroes were all Blackhawks. <laughs> Lady Blackhawk, a woman. <laughs> Nothing I like better than Lady Blackhawk. <laughs> a woman named Z- Zinda Blake was brought from her original World War II setting <laughs> to the current day DC Universe as part of. The Zero Hour, a crisis in time crossover in 1994 and became a supporting character in the books like Guy Gardner, uh, Warrior and Birds of Prey. This is weird. Okay, Guy Gardner, Warrior and Birds of Prey. The property was brought up by DC with the rest of the Quality Comics intellectual property in 1957. So, interesting. Spielberg is making his way into the superhero world. Interesting. All right, now we're getting into news from the Avengers Tower. Jessica Jones officially renewed for season three. I still got to watch season two. I've heard it's fucking fantastic. I've heard multiple people say that it's better than season one. That's crazy to me because season one was one of the best fucking (laughs) I know, man. I I keep saying the same thing. I'm like, that seems nuts. I still got to watch Punisher. I know. AJ was telling us our bio somewhere. I can't go into too much, but my character, uh, my character's... uh, Whatever it's called, like uh, backstory, origin. No, no, but like uh, in, inspirations. Oh, okay. Are like, uh, are is a Punisher. Punisher. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard great things about Punisher. I heard it's real dark. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Uh, in light of that, Luke Cage season two coming out June twenty second. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, I liked the first season. I mean, it wasn't as it wasn't the best, but I liked it. Like, I, I'm I'm excited for season two. Yeah, and they could do some potentially awesome things with that. Yeah. Um, new, rep- new reports claim that Woody Harrelson will be Carnage in the upcoming Venom film, which we just discussed. Right, which would be pretty cool. Uh, Doctor Strange sequel confirmed to have Nightmare as the movie's villain. I don't know anything about Nightmare, but that <laughs> should be Research. interesting. Black Hawkeye gets his own film. <laughs> no, I'm just Hawkeye gets his own film. Watch, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. I saw oh, that in the thing. and just like, Hawkeye gets his own film. Awesome. I didn't even get any information about it because I was just like, meh, whatever. It's news. Anyway, uh, in other news, Donald Glover's animated Deadpool show got canceled by Marvel before they even aired, apparently for violent content. What? I know. It's Deadpool. I, yeah, and it, was, and it was an adult show on FX. Like It wasn't like it was for children. So, like, what the fuck? That is fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's very bizarre. So I have no idea why they would have done that, but whatever. That's weird. So that's it for news. So we're going to get right into some. So what we're doing is we're talking about like the last couple episodes of Gotham. Oh, my. 
It's not even it's not even mid season finale yet. We still have more. We still have more coming. Wait, we haven't seen them. We haven't had a mid season finale yet. I'm sorry, not mid season. It's not even the season finale. There's still one, two, three, four episodes left in the season. We'll talk about all four of those at the same time too. Yeah, like we get another one tomorrow. There's another one tomorrow that airs. That is dope. Can't wait to see what that's going to be like. So where are we at here? So we're at 15, 15 through 18. Oh, yeah. No, All right, 16, I believe we talked about 14. Pax Penguina. I don't remember we talked about, that was the last time we talked about the Iceberg Lounge because that's a very big fucking thing. Uh, And it was when, around Tatcha, and it was, uh, we also talked about Bruce becoming Batman in, in a sense. About like the way he fucking disappeared on Gordon in the in the police station. Oh yeah. my god, that was so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. And then uh, you know we we've been through a lot in this season. It's man, man, so much has happened. Uh, we've seen Rachel Ghoul. We saw Bruce Wayne kill Rachel Ghoul because Rachel wanted him to. You know it was weird. Like we saw fucking Bruce kill Alfred practically, but then get healed back by the waters by the Lazarus pit. Which he apparently had a pool of it in Gotham. Uh, whatever. <laughs> we saw a Pig. Yeah, Pig. Do some crazy shit. Pig was crazy, man. He he killed a lot of cops. Uh, pig, if you played Arkham Knight, Pig is a big part of that game. Yeah, oh, I didn't play that I can't yet, wait until but... you play that. <laughs> I'll get there. There is this stuff I've been wanting to talk to you about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we've seen all sorts of shit. Uh... Ivy. Oh, Solomon Grundy as well. Oh, yeah, Grundy. Uh, the Riddler becoming an idiot and then getting smart again. Yeah, because he, he was frozen, and then he got unfrozen by whatever means, and then he ended up becoming, like, the Riddler is more like his psychopathic alter ego. And I love it. I fucking love him. Dude, one of the episodes we're going to talk about, though, he did such a good job. At just he, he, like, it gave me a very Jim Carrey feel. When, when he, he was, was walking l- through the alley, look, the, the, the sewer so we're looking for, for Grundy. Oh, yeah, dude, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was really well done. But like, yeah, that, I mean, <clears throat> we've seen him evolve, you know, back into back into the Riddler, and then there's like some weird underground shit going on in the Narrows and stuff, which is whatever. Like it's yeah, what's your fine? Fucking uh, Lee Lee Tom Thompson Tom Tompkins Tompkins. She, I don't know if she's a, a part of the comic books. No, I, I don't remember. I don't remember finding anything about her, but she. She is a doctor. She was the one, and uh, she was Gordon's ex-lover, and now she's like running shit in the Narrows uh, with some Fight Club because she ended up overpowering this woman. Like and she showed her fucking uh, superiority. Yeah, and then and then the main antagonist. I mean, we saw uh, Sophia Falcone. Oh, and Falcone dude. died. That episode of Pig where he made all that pie. Oh, dude, that was homeless fucked people up. for those people, man. Oh, he for made him the eat people. those people, dude. <laughs> this show really pushes the boundary. I do like it. Really, it's does. hard to imagine that they allow this on cable TV. Like, I could, I, dude, if this show was on Showtime or something, oh, holy fuck, dude. You remember when fucking they killed uh, Azrael? It blew his ass up. <laughs> That's nothing compared to the kill we saw last night. I know, but what what happened? Like when didn't Penguin and fucking Butch walk in and just yeah, they kill? just like limp in and he's like, and he just blows him up with a rocket launcher. And they were like, like "That's, that's how, how you do it, Jim." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It just oh. explodes everywhere, dude. Dude, like, that- dude. We saw fucking tw- two of them. You might have been looking at your phone. Did you see them fucking that dude blow himself up in that school at school of Ignatius or whatever when they were looking for Xander Wild? Oh, yeah. They fucking just exploded like they didn't. They don't because they thought it was the clock, but it was on his watch. Yeah, that was keeping him hypnotized. But dude, I still think the one of the most brutal kills was that fucking wrecking ball. Oh yeah, dude, that shit was crazy. Couldn't believe that they showed that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this show's been doing that since day one, man. Like, I remember like it was like episode three or four. Like one of the most fucked up things ever was the balloon, dude. Remember that? Yeah, the yeah, fucking weather balloons. And then they would fall down like days later. I was I like, care. that is fucked up, man. Still the worst thing I've ever seen, dude. Oh. The, the, <laughs> the most uncomfortable you oh ever Oh, my been. God, dude. <laughs> that guy. I was, I felt horrible for that person. Like, I couldn't. Um, I can't. I'd rather get squashed by a wrecking ball than have experienced that. Who was that? The doll maker? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> that guy makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm, I fear him. Yeah. I am afraid of him. Waking. I'll fight Solomon Grundy before I fuck with that dude. Waking up with just female body parts. Yeah, at least Solomon will kill me in one punch. I ain't fucking waking up with titties <laughs> and an arm that's not mine. That looks so creepy. <laughs> well, I think, and I think your point about it was the fact that he just looked so utterly. He did a good job at looking fucking horrified. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. like, Pig ends up getting arrested. You know, Gordon takes him down, and then he's, I guess, like, he kills him. But I'm guessing that's not the real pig, or he, the pig didn't really die. Because I think what I, I noticed something is that when he punched him before, his face like kind of contorted, like he had plastic surgery a lot. Yeah, well, he had like things in his face. Yeah, but like one time towards the end, it didn't happen. Yeah, like he got hit or something. And nothing happened. So I don't know if that was even maybe this, he maybe the real pig convinced somebody to get plastic surgery to look like him. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, that dude was Saddam smart Hussein as fuck. Did shit like, yeah, he was, dude. He was always fucking like when he did that thing with the ambulance man. Mm-hmm. And convince Gordon that like he was the cop or whatever. Dude, yeah, he, yeah, that was some crazy that disguise shit. Was fantastic. But yeah, so all of this led up to Penguin getting captured and put in Arkham. Yeah, because ultimately, uh, they pre- he pretended to kill that little boy to show his power to fucking whoever S- Sophia. Sophia, but then Sophia found out because of, there was somebody that was undercover working with Penguin and turned Zaz against them. And Z- I like Zaz, but I, f- I feel bad for Penguin. Yeah, he turned Zaz against him, and Zaz blew him in, and then he ended up in Arkham for it, where at the end of that episode, he ended up uh, making an alliance with Jerome. Oh, yeah. Which leads us to the episodes we watched the other day, which were fucking crazy. <laughs> well, it's the first episode was all right. It was just Ivy. Like, just fucking shit up in Gotham. Yeah, she's changed again, which at first we were like, what? But then we remember seeing that episode where she took these chemicals and she her face started contorting, but she, like, went to some type of cocoon state and she came out like a hotter woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, Golden Glider from The Flash. It, Same oh, actress. It, it was? Yeah. That fucking Cold's sister. Yeah. Heatwave's sister. No, Cold, Captain Cold's Cold sister. sister, yeah. Yeah, it's the same actress. And she's doing a pretty good job at being uh, Poison Ivy, though. She like, takes control of people. She took care uh, like, Lucius. It's always funny when she takes people's minds over, but she's been a huge part of the show, which is okay. Yeah, and she took control of Lucius and got, like, uh, Lazarus water and made some fucking crazy plants. Oh, yeah. Like, make people, like, explode with plants. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and then they just keep, uh, you know, they keep making more of the same. 
So the same plan. The first episode that we watched was called Reunion, episode fourteen. Yes. Uh, Nigma begins to contemplate suicide in order to kill his dual personality, but opts to return to Arkham instead. Now he had he had received a letter from Oswald, and the reason he doesn't want to become he loves Lee. He won't admit it. He he won't admit it. But he's in love with her. You know, it's obvious. You know, he was about to tell her, and, and he she noted too. She's smart. You know, she oh yeah. It. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, he doesn't want to become Nigma because he's afraid. No, he doesn't want to become the Riddler because he's afraid the Riddler will kill Lee or whatever. So he decides to go to Arkham with a little bit of like persuasive. And then when when he gets to Arkham. Oswald appears right there, and he's like, "You got my letter." And he goes, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "You read it. You saw the note." And he's like, "He's so happy." And then, like, fucking the Riddler showed like the letter, and it had like, "Look at the first word of every sentence. It says, bring him to me, and I will release you, or some shit." I'm like, "That is fucking genius." <laughs> like, like Penguin's smart in his own right. Oh, dude, you know? Penguin's fucking awesome. Like, oh yeah, he always comes out on top. Oh, figures yeah. it out. Oswald reappears, and he reveals to him that he had specifically written the letter so that his dual personality would read it and take Nigma back to Arkham. And see, but Nigma thought it was his idea the whole time. Yeah. So, like, he, not, not really, because he was about to hang himself. But then he's like, oh, you can do this. And it, it was very, really, he tricked himself, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Ivy begins to exact her revenge on those who have hurt her or her plants or whatever. This time being her specifically, beginning with Bullock for the death of her father years ago. Uh, Gordon takes Bullock to the GCPD and learns that Ivy is intending on attacking the annual Wayne Foundation dinner. Uh, at this time, too, uh, in the past episodes, Bruce has been going on like a killing, like not a killing spree, but like a drinking spree. He's been kind of a little douche pickle. He's playboying it up. Yeah, he's playboying it up. He's being a playboy billionaire. Exactly what he's doing. He's, you know, and, uh, you know, what's this fucking Alfred has not liked it. And Alfred just wants him to be who he is, which is the Batman. Ultimately. Right. You know, he wants him to embrace the dark side and he wants to help people. But this point in time, he had already fired Alfred in one of the previous episodes. I know, that's episodes. why I'm going back. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh, and uh, so he, at one point, you know, he was tired of Alfred trying to be help him and stuff, and they actually got into a pretty kick-ass fist fight, and, like, uh, Alfred actually, like, decked him pretty hard, and he fucking fired him. He got, like, legal paperwork and everything to be emancipated. Emancipated, is that the right word? Yeah. For being, you know, he was 17 years old, and so he wasn't technically an adult yet, but he got the legal paperwork, he... And he fired Alfred, and I felt so bad for Alfred. Oh, yeah. All he was trying to do was help him. That reminds me. I messaged uh, my buddy Jason from the uh, the DC on Screen podcast, yeah. and I said, I just had a couple of questions for him, but I said, because <laughs> remember when we talked about there's like a scene where uh, Bruce had uh, used an ice tray, and I mentioned that? Yeah. And you were like, uh, and, then, and then there was another scene later where there was like a fucking brand new ass Mustang. Yeah. So I said, uh, hey, man, is Gotham, like, trapped in some weird time flux? He's like, it intentionally has no time period, if that's what you mean. And I was like, yeah, I was very confused because, and I told him that, those two things. He goes, don't forget about the flip phones. Yeah. And he said, and there's, there's a like, 2017 Mustang. And he's like, and there's, like, old cars on the street, too. Like, all the cars that, like. Yeah, the cop Gor- cars are old. Yeah, and, like, the, all the cars that Gordon and, like, Bullock were getting into were old school-ass cars. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they do it on purpose. He goes, they meant for that to be confusing. He goes, they do it in the in Batman the Animated Series, too. Mm. And he said, uh, the show decided that, it, you know, it would be best to keep the tr- the tradition going. 
of making Gotham just seem like an older city. And then, like, the stuff that Bruce has, of course, is going to be new, sleek, and awesome, and, you know, like, beyond anything anybody else has. That's, like, the first start of it. That's his first Batmobile. Is what we, we'll talk about that. We're almost there. Uh, right. Bruce attempts to convince Alfred to return, but the but Alfred turns him down. He later attends dinner as Bruce attempts to reach out to him, but is unsuccessful again, because all Alfred wants him to do is accept who he is. However, Ivy attacks the dinner and kills several people as the GCPD arrives. Bruce dresses in vigilante attire, and he rescues the few remaining people there, and Alfred decides to return to Wayne Manor. Following this, Selina destroys the Lazarus water to prevent Ivy from making more plants. Simultaneously, Sof- Sophia forcibly takes down, takes control of the Narrows and has Lee thrown into the streets after smashing her hand with a hammer. Like, destroyed it. Uh, leading Gordon to turning to Bullock for help and deciding to take Sophia down. Okay. That leads us into episode 15. The sinking ship, the grand applause. Okay, so working with Oswald again, Nigma rescues Martine and delivers... genius way to escape. Yeah, it was fun. It was weird, but like... I don't know how Nigma got a hold of that, his paper. Yeah, I don't know how. but they figured out a way, and he goes in the kitchen, and they, you know he turns on the the gas, and they you know they blow up those two dudes that were holding him. It's a fucking missile into the <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> boom! Why do you even need to turn the gas on? I guess it lured them in there. I guess. Yeah, I mean, or to make the explosion just super deadly. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure a rocket launcher hitting me is gonna kill me without gas, but right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't write this shit. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I totally lost my... F- Where the fuck are we? Yeah, he delivers him safety uh, to safety while Oswald escapes from Arkham. Together, they attempt to convince Lee to help them, but Nigma is captured by Grundy and return to the sirens because Grundy is no longer Grundy he is now he has all the power and strength and whatever of Grundy but he is back to being butch in yes. his mind which i hate that I it's hate really that. bizarre yeah anyway they take him to Sophia penguin right yeah no nigma they take him to sophia no, however no yeah they take nigma to sophia yes however oswald successfully breaks into sophia's mansion and and follows nigma to help or to the pier and rescues him Simultaneously, well, let's let's talk about like so they went and recruited Freeze. Yes, they froze Oswald, and he gave him a time thing that would melt the ice at some point. Right. So he fucking it was genius, man. So he he gets brought in there, and then he's like, "I want one hundred fifty thousand dollars," and she goes, "Give him his money." So Fr- Freeze gets one hundred fifty G's, <laughs> and then Oswald is left there, and he gets out to the dentist. The dentist was torturing. Nigma, Nigma, and he's like, man, he has some willpower. Like he was not giving up anything. He's and he and like the dentist told like Penguin kind of put a little pistol whipping on him, and he told him he goes, hey, he's like, you know, he was like, we tortured him. He didn't say a single thing about where you were, and he's like, where is he? Like they just took him to the docks, and he's like, shit. So now you could tell that he was like, either he was gonna go kill Sophia, which he told Lee to meet him there, or he had to go save the Riddler. Right. Um, dude, I still think uh. Freeze looks like uh, Dennis. Yeah, a little bit. From <laughs> it's always sunny. He does a little it, bit. But it, 
It could they could replace him tomorrow, and I would not know the difference. <laughs> I'm like, is that Dennis? <laughs> it looks just fucking like him, dude. It's it's fucking weird. The implication <laughs> because of the implication. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they go to the they go to the pier and rescue him. Uh, yes, um, Pen- Oswald does it by himself. Yeah, to the pier and rescues Nigma. Um, simultaneously, Sophia attempts to kill Oswald, but Gordon and Bullock work together to protect him. Um, before surviving an attack from her, which leads Lee to shooting Sophia in the head, ultimately. Well, she fucking do. She shot Gordon five times. Like, like Gordon was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was, like, going to kill him, and then fucking just, she got shot in the stomach, and then Lee just ruthlessly just murders her ass. Well, didn't murder her. Apparently, she's in a coma. Yeah. So she's shot in the head, and then, which puts her in a coma. Gordon plans on confessing to the GCPD, but Bullock forces him to live with the guilt instead. Meanwhile, Bruce and Selena reconcile with one another, and Barbara becomes affected by Rachel Ghoul's powers, which is fucking weird. Yeah, that part, that story arc, I don't like it. I like everything else I'm seeing. Like, I like the Ivy stuff. I like the seeing Catwoman grow. Yeah, I like that. I like, uh, you know, the Bruce stuff. I like everything else, but I don't not. I do not like this whole fucking. Barbara's now the head of the demon's head and then she controls the League of Assassins or League of Shadows and they killed all the guys and now it's only girls and now it's a girl League of Shadows and I was like what the <laughs> It's really strange. Well no and then yeah and then it ended up not Oh yeah no no I was different. I was different. That was tough. I don't know. Either way I'm not really I don't care about this part of the story. It's stupid to me. She has like a glowing hand. I'm like, it's always like my name is Danny Rand and I am the immortal Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking <laughs> Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's stupid to me. I thought for someone told me like that's the only spoiler I had found out during the episodes of Gotham that we were missing. <clears throat> They're like Barbara keeps getting headaches, and I'm like, I fucking swear to God, if they make that bitch Harley Quinn, they better not make. I'm gonna her be Harley so Quinn. pissed. But now it's not true. You know what I mean? Now it has to do with League of Shadows. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't really give a shit what happens to her now. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, that episode and like Bullock, uh, Bullock's back. And he convinced Gordon to keep it to himself because people still need Gordon. The only one that benefits from Gordon to come and clean about, because what Gordon wants to come clean about is uh, he knew that Sophia brought Pig, and that's you know he that's illegal. He can't know that. You know he right. You know he should have given that information. But all that's gonna happen is. Oh, and then she killed her father. Yeah. Well, yeah. But all that's gonna happen is Gordon's gonna go to jail, and nobody's gonna benefit at all. Or yeah. He can continue being the hero that he is. Put on a face. Put on a mask. Like. Bullock has done hundreds of times, right? To still be a good cop, you know, like they Bullock's made a lot of mistakes, but he's a good cop, right? Interesting. So good uh, shit, man. Oh yeah. The, the next episode here is where shit goes. One of crazy. my three soups. <laughs> Jervis Tetch breaks himself, Jerome Scarecrow, and eighty other inmates out of Arkham um, before hypnotizing hundreds of Gotham citizens to stand on the rooftops to force Gordon into an impossible situation. That was Which crazy. Dude, like, he's like, uh, can we put a net under them? He's like, we can't put this many nets. And, like, it pans out. And there's, like, every building top is just full of people. And we're like, oh, my God, how are they going to stop this? <laughs> but before before that, like, immediately, as soon as Tetch got out of prison, not even out of his prison clothes yet, he was already doing stuff. Like, he called Gordon. And it was like, yeah, I, you know, come here, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets there, and there's a circle of cars and people just getting out, coming at them. And there's two married people, and and Gordon's like, all right, what game do I have to play now? He goes, no fucking games this time. It's just happening. And he just lowers the fucking wrecking ball. It just crushes these people. Like, 
it like folds them in half and smushes them. Like yeah. it showed everything. I was like, what? <laughs> it I was extremely it. brutal. Oh my god! They just watched the whole thing happen, and you're just like, oh shit! Like, like you said out loud, you're like, well, he wasted no time. Like, he did it, man. He, he dude, it. he's extremely good at hypnotizing people. Yeah, like it surprised the fuck out of me. Yeah, just on the radio. He used the. They came. They came to the conclusion that he is on a specific radio station because Bullock decided to get in the car and turn into each station, and he ended up getting. He ended up getting hypnotized and sent up to a rooftop as well. Uh, but dude, that scene was brutal. Like I loved it. Yeah, really fucking crazy. And they came to the the determination that uh, who's trying to get Bo- Sophia is trying to no, Ivy is trying to get Bullock. So he's like back on the police force. Yeah, Ivy's trying to kill everybody who fucked with her or whatever. Yeah, and Bullock killed her dad, so Yeah, so that that's what that's what brought him back ultimately to be helping in this situation. Mm-hmm. And now he's back and it's awesome. Because I love Bullock, man. I like Bullock. Yeah, he's awesome. I love that actor. He's so good. Oh, he was the what the, the Eight Simple Rules. Not Eight Simple Rules. He was in uh Grounded, Grounded for, Life. for Life. I love that show. I watched that show so much growing up. Yeah, it's always and he's like he was in like another I think he was in Vikings too. Yes, he was. Yeah. I've yeah. never watched Vikings, but I watched it for a little bit. It was it's a good show. I'd like to watch it from the beginning someday, but Right. Um though Tetch programs his victims to jump if they are told not to, or when it reaches midnight, Gordon ends up finding a loophole and tricks to hypnotize people into saving each other. Because he doesn't say save yourselves, he says save each other. While he apprehends Tetch. He like beat Ch- Tetch's ass is awesome. He shot him right through the hand, man. Like I love this no questions ass bullshit, man. I love it. <laughs> But except in the last episode, or the episode with the with the party, Bruce was all in a suit and stuff, and he had the bulletproof vest on. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And he just shot him. Yeah. <laughs> was that that party? Was it at uh, that party? Yeah. Was it no? Was it the the Wayne whatever? Was that what it was? Is that was that at the same time? Yeah, I definitely think it was. Yeah, I think so. But he like he just shot him right in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't waste any time it's at like, all. Shit, wait, wait, wait! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Uh, Bruce, blaming himself for not killing Jerome in their previous encounter, tracks him down with Selena's help <coughs> as Jerome tracks down his abusive uncle at a diner that he grew up in. Now he was, like, drinking his soups and stuff, and uh, this whole scene was great. I love this. I, he's such a, such a good job at being him. Like, So uh, uh, Jerome's uncle tries to kill him with help of a strong man from the circus that they grew up or whatever. They were, you know, they were with a big old huge black guy, and... They're like holding. I like felt bad for the Joker for a second. Like he was like holding him down, and <clears> opening <throat> his mouth, and he like poured boiling soup down his throat. Oh, oh my god, that would be horrible. Uh, Jerome's uncle tries to kill him, but Bruce intervenes and is. And in the ensuing encounter, he chooses to spare Jerome again. Uh, Jerome kills his uncle after learning the location of someone he is searching for. And it's, it's funny because he's like, "Cause I'm in a weird predicament." He's like, "He's like, you just saved me." <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Like, so maybe, should I save you? He's like, no, it'd be way more ironic if you got killed by the guy that you saved me from. Like, <laughs> I love that his thought <laughs> process is awesome. It's genius, dude. So, uh, so, uh, and he and Scarecrow later rescue Tetch and head to St. Ignatius. And that dude, like, he's wearing, like, a Joker suit. It's awesome. Like, yes. It's not the right colors, but it's, like, that same, like, it buttons across the middle. Like, it's perfect, dude. I fucking, he portrays the Joker so good. <laughs> Oh, so good, man. And uh dude, whenever he goes, when it, remember when he's in the elevator and he's trying to whistle and he's like, "I used to be a great whistler." Yeah, he's like, oh. 
<laughs> so, and that lady's like, oh, fuck. But, uh, <laughs> so, because he can't whistle because his lips are all cut up and so funny. Uh, pursued by Bruce, who alerts Gordon. Oh, they head to St. Ignatius, where is the, the person that Jerome was looking for happens to, was the last place that was known, I guess, and, uh, he alerts Gordon. Elsewhere, Barbara, forcing herself to remember the events surrounding her resurrection, learns that Rachel Ghoul revived her so she could replace him as the demon's head. And she usurps leadership of the League of Shadows with help from the organization's female members who kill their male comrades to protect her. Right. Gay. <laughs> okay, so that leads us into episode 17, Mandatory Brunch Meeting. Uh, Tompkins challenges Nigma to his game, The Riddle Factory. So this was weird, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. And wagers to abolish it if she wins. After she outsmarts Enigma, the two share a kiss. And she, so she basically outwits him and makes him shut it down. Well, I don't. She doesn't outwit him. She just gives him an impossible situation. Like, yeah, he where knew he the answer. Say. You know what I mean? She, he asked her a riddle, and she figured it out. Because the whole point of the game is this: you ask if you get. Riddler asks you a riddle, and if you solve it, then you ask him a riddle. And if he doesn't solve it, you get a suitcase full of money. Yeah. And if you fail, you have to spin the wheel of whatever. Like, it's some fucked up shit on there, I imagine. Yeah. Like, nothing good is on well, there. Like a bag of rabid rats. Was yeah, there's nothing good on that wheel. So, <laughs> she comes in and says, uh, he gives her a, a riddle, which answer was a promise. And he asks her a riddle. She asks him a riddle. Very easy riddle, you know what I mean? But he couldn't say, I love you to her. <laughs> right. And it was so smart of her to do that, man. <laughs> so smart. Um, oh, shit. So, yes, and then like she she knows that he loves her, and then they end up kissing, which is interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But I think she was hoping that it would bring out Nygma rather than Riddler. Uh, I don't know. She's getting kind of bad, man. Like, yeah? I don't think she cares so much. So Jerome Valeska assembles the Legion of Horribles. I love it. <laughs> He's like, has a nice ring to it. <laughs> Penguin, Mad Hatter, Scarecrow, Firefly, and Mr. Freeze. And they set out to find Wayne Enterprises associate Xander Wild. Valeska shoots up Wayne Enterprises building, but to no... Not only does he shoot it up, he walks in there alone with a shotgun. <laughs> and he starts <laughs> killing people. Like, <laughs> I love it. So jokery, dude. Yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck, dude. Like and he's between all these five episodes, we've heard a few uh, killing joke references too. I cannot remember them off the top of my head, but I love those references. Yeah, well, the a couple of them came in the. I think it was in this one. Yeah. No. Maybe the last episode. I don't remember when it was. Well, either um, way, either we'll way, figure yeah. it out. It's, I, it might be this episode. Um. Yeah. So he goes into this building, shoots it up. Uh. But to no avail does he find Wild, and he is forced to escape when the GCPD arrive. With help from Bruce, Gordon, and Bullock, locate Wild, who reveals that he is Jerome's twin brother. How convenient. Um, right. Jeremiah, and also reveals that he has kidnapped Jerome. So the Mad Hatter and Scarecrow break out uh, break out Jerome from Jeremiah's custody. That girl, dude. I can't, what was that girl's name? Echo. Echo. She like she's a badass. I do. I bet him. you she's Harley Quinn. That would be stupid too, man. I mean, she's. He said the only reason I think that is because Jeremiah said at one point she's devoted her entire life to me. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, maybe. I mean, Harley Quinn. His name is Harley Quinzel, but I guess Joker's also. I don't know. 
This I don't know. This isn't also the Joker that we're used to, I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, sorry. So it just seems like maybe, you know what I mean? She might go down there to help him out, and maybe there's some residual gas. Yeah. Or whatever. Maybe she turns fucking psycho, too. Maybe. Well, well let's so, not ruin anything yet. Well, yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um. Anyway, so this is where that happens. They They go to break him out, and Jeremiah reveals that he likes labyrinths, so he turned his entire house into a labyrinth and only he knows the way out so it was a mad hatter and scarecrow he he hired like the, the best labyrinth cre- uh, yeah maze in the, in the world and it took them days <laughs> three days it took them yeah. i think he said and he said that's crazy um and uh so they break Jer- jerome out of jeremiah's custody but are chased off by gordon bullock so in this scene that was so funny because like scarecrow like that uh, was there or whatever and then He's like, no, you're not, you're not taking control of my mind. And he's like chases them with a gun shooting. He's, he's like, just like, ah! Gordon's like, that's one way to do it. I guess. It is. It fucking worked. He ran. Cause, yeah, because Ted shows up and looks right at Bullock and just like that. Listen to what I have to say. And he goes, not today, buddy. <laughs> I love that scene. Oh, it's great. But yeah, so during that scene was where Jerome has a conversation with Jeremiah and explains to him like why he hates him and how you're just as crazy as me and all sorts of stuff. And then he gives you that iconic line from The Killing Joke where you're just like, all it takes is one bad day to make a man go insane, which is awesome to hear come out of Cameron Monaghan's mouth as the Joker. Like, right. it was so cool to see that. And we already had, like, you know, touches of The Killing Joke. Like, whenever he was looking for Bruce at the carnival. Right. And, and stuff like that we had we had different touches of that and we had um that was like that was like a combination between the killing joke and the dark knight returns and then there's a, then him losing his face there's another story out there somewhere i can't remember what it's called um but i know that there's like joker masks out there with his face is all fucked up and he staples it back onto him and, and all sorts so there's there's been homages to the killing joke right he along looks at his face he goes this guy's hilarious. Like, <laughs> I love it, dude. This guy's, yeah. <laughs> now, where is my face? <laughs> so, yeah, so they chase him off. They chase off, Gord, or chased off by Gordon Bullock. And Cobblepot convinces Grundy to be hired as muscle for the Legion of Horribles. Just as that happens. Like, I like this guy. You're scary. <laughs> the, the Scarecrow concocts a laughing gas for Jerome. Oh, my God. What a fucking scene, man. Yes, so that that uh, some random business dude shows up and they test the laughing gas on him and he just laughs. It to looks death. so brutal, it's so brutal. Like because then he's asking, he's like, he's like, he created another gas. And he's like, like fear gas. He goes, no, worse. I'm like, yeah, worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> and dude, so, there's that scene funny when he sh- the scarecrow shoots that guy with the fear gas. The guy goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like runs away. It was so funny. <laughs> so, the, so that um, happens, and then you see, so you see the first death from. That and the dude, but the next one that you see, that fucking woman in the oh, van, yeah, that was crazy, man. Well, that's just coming up here. Yeah, that was some crazy shit. Now, the last episode that we are talking about is called "That's Entertainment." This episode was insane, like genius writing, man. Yes, genius writing, convenient writing, but genius. Yeah, uh, Jerome holds the interim mayor and other powerful Gothamites hostage at a music festival and orders Gordon to bring him Bruce and Jeremiah. Before this, he went and kidnapped these people, and like I said, D, like DJ just said, they they had them all transporting in a, in a van thing, and he did the laughing gas with this woman, man, and she just, it just looks so brutal, dude. Like I couldn't imagine dying like that. Just like, laughing to like to death, your, and like, your face just stretches because you can't. It was That's just, crazy. It was crazy. So crazy, dude. Like, I mean, it's the first time ever, I think. 
I'm I'm not 100% on this, so anybody out there listening, I'm pretty sure that they've never done a live action live laughing. action laughing gas like that. I don't think so. I do not think so. I'm not. And it is it just as fucking I mean it might look fucking weird because of the effects and shit on this show because it's lower budget. But still it looked but good. But still it looked good enough to be like fuck that noise. Like, yeah, that shit was crazy. That's one of the most b- brutal things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I would not want to experience that. No. No, not at all. So uh so but he went so he had two empty seats up on a, on a stage in the middle of like a town square type thing, you know, in the middle of public. Like a stage set up and everything, and uh, no, he overtook that concert. Oh yeah, yeah, there was the concert. He killed them motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he killed. He straight up killed the lead singer. Yeah, the dude like turned around. And he's like, "Hey, you can't be up here." He's like, Ba-boop. "Bam!" <laughs> like fucking gone, dude. But he, uh, so he has these bomb things attached around their necks, which if he presses a certain one, it makes their head explode. And if he, there's a dead man's trigger as well. So if he gets shot, uh, they all explode. Uh, so he says he wants Gordon. He's like, I love this kind of shit because it's not like it's not typical TV show stuff. He's like, no, go get them. And he's like, well, and then Gordon was like, not going to. So he just blew this bitch's head up. Yeah. And he, he was like, okay, guess I'm going to. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He, like, it's not like the typical show where he's not. He's almost going to. He doesn't end up making it. They save him. Blah blah blah. No, he killed them. Yeah. And and then like later on, they're like looking. You know, he's going to get Bruce and stuff, and looking the TV. And they, he just blows the bishop's head up. He's like, he's like, I wonder what this one does. And he hits <laughs> it on his microphone, and it just, the bishop goes, boom. Like, that's the kind of shit that would never happen on the CW. No. Never, no. ever. No. Like, occasionally Arrow and the Flash might do something that's, like, super out of the ordinary. But this is straight up, like, they would have figured out a way to not make them people blow up. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, maybe, maybe. not. But I don't know. I the, think they probably probably wouldn't have gotten to that. The Flash point. could have done it, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's just not something that they would show. No, not on, on the CW. CW. No, but the, the Gotham takes it to the next level, and I yeah. love it. I love everything about it. Gotham's the kind of show that I would love to see go like twenty seasons, just to see, just to keep it going. Batman animated series, live action, but, take it out there. Oh yeah, but they uh. Uh, Lucius comes up with an genius plan where he's gonna put something on to Bruce that he has to hold on him, that will disrupt the radio signal to for the tr- for the trigger. So, as they're going, they think that they they uh the GCDB has GCPD has all the snipers and stuff ready. As soon as you know, just ready to go. As soon as that trigger doesn't work anymore, they're gonna shoot the Joker. But right as soon as they were about to succeed, the Joker's men just shot all of the snipers. He goes, I've had my people out there since yesterday. <laughs> like, it's fucking so perfect, smart, man. dude. So insane, but so smart. And it's a thing. Like, you know, he, he, he gives Batman a hard time. And Batman's supposed to be the smartest person on the planet. Yeah. Give or take. You know what Couple I mean? Couple steps and, ahead, man. That's all it takes. Uh, so GCDB ends up taking out Jerome's men and saves the mayor. While Cobblepot betrays the Legion by subduing the pilot steering the blimp away from civilians. Now, the p- they use this big old blimp to drop the laughing gas at this place, wherever, you know, at the this this concert. This concert thing, yeah. And uh, Cobblepot is like, he, he Cobblepot can't handle this. He's like, he saw it. It's brutal. He doesn't <laughs> like it. So he, like, uh, ends up fucking beating up the, the pilot that was under the control of Tetch and... He like he's like you know steer it steer it to the to the river or whatever and so Cobblepot does that. He's like you want me to steer a blimp? I don't <laughs> I even drive a car. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> so 
so that shit was funny it as was, fuck. It was. I love Cobblepot, man. <laughs> I love his reaction, man. <laughs> so while Cobblepot betrays the Legion by subduing the pilot, and they expected it too. Jerome saw it coming. He goes, he and because they told him he's like a uh, scarecrow, or whatever said it to him. He goes, they, you know, he foresaw your uh, your treachery. Yeah. So that's why they had him tied up, and he wasn't tied up very good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and boy, they never are tied up. Gordon pursues Jerome. Who declares that he will live on and willingly falls to his death from death from a rooftop after getting shot like a bunch of times? Like he goes, but he says as he's falling or right before he fell, he goes, "It's not me." He's like, "I'm an idea or whatever." Right. Exactly what people have been talking about, and he just falls to his death. Like his like his, his dead body was fucking crazy. Yeah, just smiled. Yes, it was ridiculous. And uh, so Barbara learns more of her alleged destiny as the League of Shadows leader, but Tabitha believes she is delusional. Barbara severs ties with Tabitha, who was then taken by another League faction, still loyal to Rachel Ghoul. So, right before this end scene, though, I just want to explain while Jerome is laying on the car, and I totally called this. Yeah, and his, well, his brother, his I brother didn't call came it exactly, out. But I, yeah, his brother came out to look at the look at his body, and there's like a scene where Bruce Wayne says, "Hey, let you know, let Wayne." Enterprises still fund your project by a grant or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, thanks." And then they left. But as he was leaving, Lane called the purple tie. And I was like, "That purple tie looks—that's the Joker." I was like, "He looks just like that exact purple fucking tie." I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was it was pretty much dead on. And then go ahead. And then so as a gift, there is a gift in his his bunker, and it says from Wayne Enterprises. It's like, dude, it's almost like Jerome foresaw that Bruce would say that to him because nothing else would have gotten Jeremiah to open that fucking gift yeah. than for it to be saying that it was from Wayne Enterprises. Right after, how convenient, right after Bruce was like, hey, well, let, let us give you a grant. He's either that smart or just con- that convenient, I guess, you know what I mean? Just coincidental that it, hap- it happened to be that way. Yeah, I don't know. It is awesome, though, but so he opens it. And he like it's like a little box, and then he opens it, and a little jack in the box comes out, and it sprays gas in his face. And he's like, "Oh, brother, it's me." He's like, "He goes, I, I did, I did a little different stuff to this, this caution." He's like, "It's gonna make you." He's like, "You're gonna take over my footsteps." He's like, "You're gonna continue my path or whatever." And and then he just like like his lips get all big and smiley, and he does that thing, but like it doesn't kill him. It makes it's gonna turn him into the Joker. Oh yeah, my God. And he like grabs his hair, just like the Killing yeah, Joke, exactly like that picture right yep. there. Yep, that's it. Whew. Beautiful man! Oh my god, dude! This so, I can't wait. Goosebumps all over. I don't think we're gonna see anything from him for the rest of this year season. Though. You don't think? I don't know. I feel like they're at least keep teasing it. Maybe. No man's land, huh? Hmm. Batman, no man's land is the, the title of one of those go- uh, graphic audios I listened to. Really? Yes. The Stone King. No man's land. Hmm. Pretty sure. Not eighty percent sure. But yeah, that was Gotham for the week, man. And it, I mean, for the last five weeks, I guess, and it was just superb, yeah. superb writing. Like I can't, I cannot give these guys enough credit. I wish I could tell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe someday. So good. I anyway, but before we wrap this up, I have something I want to talk to you about. We did mention uh, Professor Strange again. We didn't mention. Oh yeah, Hugo they Strange did talk about Hugo Strange because uh, he Penguin was trying to help Solomon Grundy. And he did, they determined that Professor Strange is the only one that can help him. So we might see Strange not, not sometime uh, in the near future. So on Sunday, 
I got a message from Robert from the remote from Bridging the Geekdoms or mm. whatever, and he asked me. He goes, "Did you watch The Walking Dead?" I said, "Nope, I haven't seen a single episode this season." He goes, "This season finale was ass," and no, I was we, like, "No, not this season. We haven't. We watched the first half of the season." Yeah, well, that's what I meant. So I haven't seen it since it come back. But he said the finale was really shitty, and I was like, "All right." I said, "I need you to tell me." You already told me about this though. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, at your house, at Amber's house. Oh, okay. Well, about if he stabbed Negan in the throat. And... Yeah. So, and then I, I did see the scene. You know what I mean? Like I saw it on YouTube. Like right. I wanted to see what what happened, right. and it was okay, I guess. Like it, it's really strange or whatever. But they, they, you know, they, they said whatever about the villains and stuff. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be used as a point of contention for the upcoming season. I said I'm more inclined to watch the premiere for season nine than I have been to watch any of this stuff because I want to see. Like Magna show yeah. up and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to see the Whispers arc, but I don't know. I don't know. There, there apparently has been, uh, like, apparently there's a scene in the finale. I don't know what it is, but there's, I get Nate was telling me about it. He said that there's a scene where they, they run into, like, a horde of walkers so large that they've never seen the likes of before. Wow. Huge. Like, and, like, they say... You know, have you ever seen one that size? They're like, no. And Rick's like, well, we'll deal with that another time. But they're all walking along this, like, fence line, like, made of posts. You know what I mean? And they're all being funneled somewhere. And they think it's really fucking bizarre. You know what I mean? Which is cool. But, you know, they're still two years out from the Whispers. So, like, you know, whatever. But I don't know. Oh, it's foreshadowing, if anything. But I don't know. It's hard, dude. (laughs) Maybe we'll watch it. This the rest of the season, or just watch a recap of it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that I want to go. I'm. I'm more inclined. I any... was so excited for all that war. Like I was so excited, dude. I heard that like the fight was nothing. Ten, two minutes max. I, see, the, the the hope we had for it was so immense, and now they just fucking god damn it. I know. I know. God, it's crazy, but like, bitch. Nothing. Nothing about it. Like, I don't know. Get, apparently, Kirkman was on Talking Dead. So like he didn't walk like we thought he did, but I don't still give a shit anymore. I know I don't really care about it either, but like I'm you know it doesn't mean that I'm not disappointed. I mean we have a whole shelf of Walking Dead shit, man. Damn. But like, still the fucking I still love Walking Dead. The idea, you know what I mean? Like I love the comic books and still like it's still awesome. But yeah, I I don't I I'm more inclined anymore to just be like let's watch the premiere, let's watch the mid season finale, and then the season finale. Just to fucking, because that's all you ever need to know, but I want to see that Whisperer stuff. Like, I'd be very interested. But apparently Morgan has straight up leaves the show and walks just down the street. And then in the premiere for Fear the Walking Dead, he's just like walking up the street, like to them. But it's like obviously across the country. Right. But that's like the, how they made it. They made Because they aired Morgan, right. Morgan's going to be in Fear now. Yeah. So they, they, they basically aired them back to back. The premiere for Fear the Walking Dead aired right after. He's a fast walker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's down. At, well, I don't know where they're at in the yeah. sh- in Fear, but basically walked right off, right off the set of Alexandria, right onto the set of Fear. And they they come up on him with some guns, and he's like, "Yeah, there's a big old war back east or whatever." Huh. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "That's fucking interesting." It'd be crazy. It'd be some crazy shit though if like Alpha ended up being someone from Fear. That'd be cool because nobody knows the identity of Alpha. Yeah, be funny if it ended up being like Nick. We got to catch up on these fucking uh, comics. Yeah, isn't Alpha a girl? A girl? I'm sorry, I meant Beta. 
Oh. The dude with the beard yeah. that only wears half of a Walker face. Anyway, that's that's that. There's nothing. There's nothing else for us this week. But we did a. I mean, that's a solid. We haven't done an hour long episode in, in ages. So yeah, dude, that was so good. I love dude Gotham. Fucking watch it. Watch Gotham. Like I tell everyone, you don't even have to like Batman to watch a show. It's just good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of these days here soon, we're gonna catch up with Steve. Get some Ready Player One action going. Yes, we gotta get that talked about. Yeah. And until then, I believe the next no next Monday, if we do an episode next Monday, it'll just be news probably, and then the following week will be Infinity War. So we got to do we got some planning to do. Yes, yeah, we do. Oh man, this is gonna be Deadpool two and Infinity War come out so close together. Yeah, oh Deadpool two is still one. Two, three, four, five weeks away for us to do an episode. Yeah. I just excited. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm very excited about it. Can't wait. Right, well. Until then. Hasta luego, is that what you said? Hasta luego. <laughs> Bonus nachos. Peace. <laughs>